Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like... Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Previously on the Bradshaw Boys. His later performance, he was in True West? Dude, this guy's fucking awesome. He had a- I didn't even know this. He produced. This is what happens when the two musical theater majors get the microphone. Yeah, John and I didn't look at each other. Yeah. We started staring around the room. I think if you guys would have kept going, if we yeah. would have found each other's eyes. Chorus line? Oh, there you are, John. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about Kevin is like, Kevin will give you like hot take. He'll give you like, you know, an opinion or some crass joke about, you know, jerking off in a Subway sandwich or something like that. <laughs> And then he'll just like get with Katie and just go in musical theater land for hours. Like he was in True West. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a really you're a Renaissance man. Listen, we're getting back. We got to do some fucking movies. It doesn't have to be Grease, but I I want to watch some movies. It's not going to be Grease. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you don't have to. It's you don't do like, Grease. It guys, doesn't have to be. Well, good. It's not going to be. You said that like John Travolta. Hey guys, it doesn't have to be Grease. Hey guys, you gonna watch my movie? listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where Katie and Kevin... Talk about a movie. I'm very excited about this. It's one-on-one. Just one-on-one. This is this is a very special, this is a very special episode because our guest is someone that you hear every single episode. She's been on before, but now this is this is like full time to shine. I'm kind of in the mix here. Yeah. Really. I feel I feel really good. Do you want to explain like how we got here a little bit? Yes. So I took the B sixty three. I took the great line. I took the B sixty three. There's an app on my phone that tells you exactly where the bus is. Okay. So the, here's what happened. You guys listened when I said we should watch Greece. And I feel that a lot of people responded positively. I don't know that they did. But they were like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. I feel that they wanted it. Yeah. And Corey was not interested. No, he was like actively angry about it. He's very actively angry against it. He's has Corey's not a very like prejudiced person. No. Except when it comes to musicals or against John Travolta. I don't know what it is. I mean, how are Corey and I friends if he feels that way about both things? I I mean... Or you. I'll, I'll tell you what. I We went and saw Hamilton. He was like kicking and screaming. And then afterwards, <laughs> he's like, that was pretty good. Okay? 
Now, Corey is in Italy right now. Yes. With his girlfriend at a very fancy wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me and John, uh, John and Corey did Devil Wears Prada. They did. Uh, when I was on my father son trip and then also in Hurricane Ian. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah. And then John was busy. I came over the other day to hang out with you guys. And then John was busy. John's like, Tuesday, we can pod, but I have this thing. And then me and Katie figured out our heist. We just looked at each other and I just feel like I just heard that. And I just knew. You just knew. It was going to be grease. And listen, the the parents are away and the mice are going to play. Kevin and Katie are going to play. Kevin and Katie are going to play. So we are doing... We, I, I will say this. I feel like it's going to be, well, it, it, we told the idea to John and John approved it. You approved it. I approved it. But yeah. there was still, there's still part of me though, <laughs> that can just imagine getting texts from Corey. That's just like, um, I just feel like when we talk about the content of the podcast, we should all be on the same page. <laughs> like, what if I can't wait to see <laughs> how he responds. Well, I'm excited to find out how we're going to reveal it to him as well. Yeah, I know. We've, we've thought about, this is, we're going rogue. We're doing an illegal thing on the podcast. This is all. And then I think Corey will get to enjoy it. I think he'll probably, I bet he'll listen to it. I bet he'll love musicals. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't watched. Okay. Here's, so we're watching Grease and, uh, I, the reason why we brought it up is cause I was like, I think it's like, it's as much a rom-com as 10 things I hate about you. I would say so. There's summer loving. I think so. It's, it's a classic love story. It's kind of like a very original rom-com. Yeah. It's before Nora Ephron. Yeah. And it's like, we watched Clueless. Yeah. We watched 10 Things I Hate About You. This is set in LA probably. You know what? I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure that out. I mean, it's the classic story of change everything about yourself for yeah. the one you love, which I feel like has been repeated. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. In real life and in, in <laughs> right, real exactly. life. For, um, so I haven't seen Grease for a long time, but I'm very familiar with it because I did play Kanicki in high school. That's what I was thinking. And I was happy because I am less familiar with the stage version because yeah. I know yeah. different. So I'm excited to, you know, hear your little tidbit. <laughs> well, I've got a, I've got a lot. Can't so wait. here's, here's, we're going to, we're going to watch Greece in two parts. I don't know which one this will be on, but, uh, go to our Patreon for the other half. Um, uh, we'll probably do one on, so yes, go to our Patreon if you want to hear, um, the rest of our Greece. But usually Katie, before we get into it, we should give some context of what happened. Okay. Do you know what year this came out? I don't. Give a guess. Oh, gosh. Um, I think it came out in the 80s. 1978. Ooh, okay. 1978. Okay. Okay. It was June 16th, 1978. Greece was, it was critically and commercially successful. Okay. Soundtrack album. It was the second best-selling album of the year that year. Wow. And guess what? Whoa. Second best-selling album behind the soundtrack the year before was Saturday Night Fever. So dude, John Travolta is a fucking legend. Just killing it out there. Um, Okay. We have, this is in the Library of Congress. Okay. Listen, Corey, this is culturally, (laughs) historically, and aesthetically significant according to the U.S. government. 
Okay. Corey, this is, this was the right choice <laughs> for the pod. We're this helping is, everyone learn. Yeah. Um, okay. I want you to guess how much money this made. Oh gosh. Can you give me a parameter? Yes. Um, it is, well, the parameters are. I say this cause I'm terrible at guessing. John's okay. probably listening and he's like, oh, don't ask her to guess. It's, it is, um, it is a lot. I'm going to say that it made $10 million. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? Don't, I'm terrible. Oh my, I, you said it. I just didn't anticipate how truly bad you'd be at it. No, it made $341 million. That seems better. Um, and you'll love this. Oh my gosh. Big connection. In the United States and Globia, it became the highest grossing musical ever at the time, eclipsing the 13-year-old record held by Sound of Music. <gasps> and no, wh what about Sound of Music? I love Sound of... I've been in it. I know. I played Maria. You didn't love it. You were... You were... I was. The hills were alive yeah. with the sound of my music. Did you have... Did you have to dye your hair blonde? No. Because you know when they do dumb stuff like that, like just because it's in the movie? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. But okay. I did wear these like braids that were twisted up around my head. It was okay. very um, Austrian. Yeah, yeah. So wait, uh, isn't that weird that they're 13 years apart? Because doesn't it just right? seem Sound like so... Seems so much older. Yeah. It seems like it's from, I guess since it's about Nazis. And they don't have a lot of sex jokes. They, I mean... In there. Doe, a deer, wink, wink. I mean, y'all didn't see my production. <laughs> it was, it was like, it was like, um, Rocky Horror <laughs> level. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. It got re-released a year later, uh, because it was like such a big hit. So it made $5 million like the year after they just re-released it. Now, see, that's what I was more leaning towards mm -hmm. is that re-release. Yeah. You know, that's what yeah, I was, yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah, guessing yeah. You were thinking about <laughs> the, the 79 re-release like, box re office. 4.5. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, it remained the highest grossing live action musical until 2012 when it was overtaken by? 2012. Um, high School Musical? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Les Mis. Les Miserables. But think about that. That's like 2012 money. So Greece is still yeah. way more successful. That's true. Um, and it remained years, blah, 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 blah. A further reissue, the 40th anniversary in 2018 came out and it grossed a million. People oh, are still, they're still, they're still greasing. Okay. So. Um, and they have another reissue took place after Olivia Newton-John died oh. this past August. How much did that make? Um, I don't know, but it does say following her death with $1. Okay. $1 per ticket went to breast cancer research. Oh, so that's cool. That's good. So I hope they sold a bunch of tickets. Um, all right. So the reviews were good. It's kind of cool. Wait, can be the, the New York times critics said point out that the film was somewhat in the manner of close encounters of the third kind. That doesn't really make sense. Which recalls the science fiction films of the 50s in a manner more elegant and benign. Oh, okay, so I guess Close Encounters is from the 50s. Well, that's one of the weird things. This is a 70, 70s movie, but it's but it's, set it's a the 50s. 50s. Yeah. But it definitely has like a 70s vibe to it. At least I think I remember that. Well, also, Grease, the song, Grease is the Word, is a Bee Gees song. Oh, it is? It's, I thought it was written for the movie. It was written for the movie, but it's a Bee Gees song written for the movie. That's why the oh. style of it is way more... Interesting. And I wonder if they did that after Saturday Night Fever. 
Maybe because it does kind of have that same same vibe. like yeah yeah and they they're like John John can get Barry on He's the phone seventies yeah seventies dude um okay so before we see it do you have a favorite song do you have anything like you're like because I haven't watched it in probably since high school and I don't even think I watched much of it I think I was like making out with my girlfriend when it was on in the background I think I've definitely watched it as an adult you know what I love um. I love the song that Rizzo sings. There are worse things oh, I could yeah. do. Oh, <laughs> love it. It's so good. Because I yeah. just like love Rizzo. And I think I love her because she was never, I was like never going to play her. Yeah. I would always be. Because she's just such a, yeah, you were, you were such Sandy a Sandy. through and through. I mean, I never played it, but. Did you, I feel like. I feel like, uh, because I remember when I was in high school, I was Kanicki junior year. And then I, I would like really wanted to, cause we did, uh, West side story my senior year. And I was like, I don't want to be riff. I don't want to be the comic or whatever. I was like, I want to be serious role. And so, and I got to be Tony in West side story. And I was so bad. <laughs> It's, it's so hard. Oh, I mean, I was, was, I was probably okay, but I mean, it is like one of the hardest roles to sing and I'm not that great. Um, It is a difficult role. Yeah. I I'll find a clip of it and show you, but I stand on my tippy toes during Maria. Every time I get to a high note and I'm like, I do this, I do Maria, Maria, (laughs) Maria. And I crack on the high note. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. But all that say, I feel like if you were Sandy, your sophomore year Mm -hmm. or a role like that, if you were like sound of music, soft junior year, Mm -hmm. then your senior year, you could be like, I want to be Rizzo. Well, you know, I actually did that. Because oh, we're getting into the musical theater because my senior year, we did. This is a safe wood. place for this that safe yeah. place for our musical theater. Degrees yes. Run <laughs> wild. Um, our senior year of high school, we did into the woods when I was like, I'm going to be the baker's wife. Cause I have a whole career ahead of me of yep. playing Cinderella, yeah. which I played professionally four times. I was not wrong yeah. about that. And yeah. I was like, man, I just need to be like a little bit of a slutty character. I yeah. mean, if you can call her role, her like oh, yeah. a little bit of a, a total whore. She makes that with the prince. <laughs> oh, and I was like, I'll never get to do that. Yeah. And I was, I was uh, right about that. I played a lot of ingenues. Maria doesn't do anything fun. Yeah. I mean, it is fun, but she yeah. doesn't get to like. She doesn't get to, uh, Rizzo's the best. Rizzo's the best. I'm excited. I'm already excited for some of Stalker Channing's uh, classic zingers. Yes. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, we're going to go watch uh, Grease and we'll be back to break it down with y'all. This has been Kevin and Katie. Hope you're enjoying this. We're going to get into all your favorite Grease moments in just a little bit. Take it away, John. <laughs> <laughs> Grease. Directed by Randall Kleiser. Experience the friendships, romances, and adventures of a group of high school kids in the 1950s. Welcome to the singing and dancing world of Grease, the most successful movie musical of all time. A wholesome exchange student, played by Olivia Newton-John, and a leather-clad Danny, played by John Travolta, have a summer romance. But will it cross click lines? And now, back to the pink ladies. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we are back. Back and ready to talk about grease lightning. What is the word? Grease is the word. It's the word that you've heard. And it's not you. It's not me. I just, that song came on and I was like, man, if you do not just like get jazzed. Dun, 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 dun. And it's got this great, great like uh, cartoon. I love that montage. Montage. And you know, watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, I'm like understanding some of these cultural references. Yeah. It's actually pretty interesting yeah. to watch. I was like, oh, I never knew what any of this meant before. Also, have you seen the movie American Graffiti? I have. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's another one of like it kind of makes sense why this movie is so huge. Cause it's like the songs are catchy mm-hmm. and they have the big numbers, but American graffiti was a big hit. That's George Lucas before mm-hmm. star Wars. But, um, this has all like, it has the nostalgia of like the old world, like the fifties right. world. And it's a high school movie. It's just, it, listen, it's not my favorite movie ever, but it holds up. I totally agree. I I was fully expecting to watch it and be like, uh, this feels a little cringy yeah. or this is just like not as fun. Immediately, I was in. And John Travolta is just a movie star. Well, I know. He's so, it's so funny because he's like, he's not a joke now, but he is like easy for people to make fun of. Right. And I remember in all the interviews, like when that I've about like, cause his like career got revived because of Pulp Fiction. Right. And whenever Quentin Tarantino talked about that, he's like, he was a star and it's, and you just see it. Like he's. Yes. I mean, just like leading the pack with summer loving. Looking so attractive. Oh so attractive. Him and Kaniki, I was like, oh, both of them. Very, yeah. very attractive. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so let's break down what's what's going down. Um, the first so the first thing that happens is it just cold open on uh on Danny Zuko mm-hmm. and Sandy. Does she have a last name? Sandy? I think it's is it D? Sandra, Sand, yeah, Sandra D. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. D. Yeah, and she's from Australia, which is not. That's the first difference. Right, not at the in the show. In the stage, they just got Olivia Newton-John, and they're like, we'll just make her Australian. Right, which works. Which works. But I did feel like I'm like, when did Australia become like a? This is we have Australian listeners, so please send us your history. But I was like, when did it become like a country? You were wondering about that as we were watching. Yeah. I was like, when did it become like a place? Cause I know that like England sent all their like, you know, criminals right, and stuff right. there. And then I was like, when did it become like a democracy with like a cute girl, like Olivia Newton, John, who's, who's coming to visit? Well, Australian listeners, we need info. I want to know Let what was know. going down in the fifties that, that Sandra came as a, as a student. Right. Okay. So they're having the best time. And then Greece is the word uh, cartoon montage. Love it. And then we show up 
Summer's over, babe. Ride out high, first day. First day. Back at it. We have like the the lady doing announcements. We have some uh, some announcement comedy. Oh, I loved that. There's some schedules. Some schedules. It brings you back to like what the time we're at right now. It's like big. You know, we're a month back into school, school, but back to school. I know people were counting the days till Christmas break. Yeah, and they're just like, uh, of course, all the kids. These kids happen to be 36. They all look <laughs> quite old. Quite old. Shouldn't be in high school, but everyone's doing their goofs and the gangs are back together. The gangs are? The gangs are the pink ladies and the T-Birds. And the T-Birds. Oh, I love them. And they're not, they're not violent gangs. They're not criminal organizations. No, no. They're just, they're just friends that wear the same outfits. I think we just need to bring that back. <laughs> yes. Like, why don't you guys have matching jackets? Well, I think that's what podcasts are now. Podcasts are gangs. Podcasts are like little gangs that it's just like, there's just like, yeah, we get together. It's like, bring the, bring over the microphone and set up the, we just talk. We kind of strut around. Yeah. We have our own account. We post stuff that we do. Yeah. It's a gang. Yeah. So this is not a podcast. It's a gang. And we have a lady in a gang. Love it. We have a little kid in our gang now. He's going to grow up and he'll be part of the gang. I know. I'm sort of, yeah. Mickey's mad that he didn't get to watch any. Yeah. I mean, okay. So first day, then they're recounting their summers. They're like, what, what'd you do this summer? And he's like, I kind of met a girl, you know? Gosh, that's a good, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I, you're right. He is truly a movie star, but it is also just like the most... Like, I just loved that moment. I mean, I'm skipping ahead a little mm-hmm, bit, but mm-hmm. I loved that moment at the pep rally when he sees Sandy and he's like, Sandy, and I, it's just a normal human. It's one of my favorite. I say it all the time. Right. I, that, that, as I was saying that, I was like, I, I've heard Kevin re- reference this. <laughs> I just <before>. think Sandy. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. And it's so like his, whatever his accent is in this is like, so like iconic. He's so funny. Well, right. But what, what is that accent? I think it's, it's, it's just his like cocky guy, cocky high school guy. But I just think it's so, I hadn't really ever noticed that, that scene. And then when all the other T-birds like lean in and look at him, like, excuse me, what? And then feels that. And then he's like, oh, you know, rockin', you know, rock, you know, rock. And then she's like, Danny, who are you? He's like, he's like that's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> and everyone, and his friends laugh so hard. Oh, They're terrible. like, oh my gosh, dude, you just roasted. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So basically they're like, this is what happened. Um, I won't burn my joke on the podcast, but uh, I do have a, a re- two really great grease jokes that always do very well. I feel that I've heard them. Before. Yeah, you've probably heard them before if you've been to any of my shows. I, I have been to a couple. <laughs> I don't know. I'm wondering if I like them so much and if I actually listen to the audience that like no one laughs. It's just I think they're hilarious. But you know but what? You love Grease. So I love Grease. And people, so they sing Summer Lovin'. That's where my jokes come from, um, which is basically him being like, this is this girl and he's bragging in front of his friends like, ha, 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 ha. and Sandra is like, I fell in I was f- love. It was love. Um, and then after that, we go to the pep rally. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of, be, she gets like brought in. She's the new girl. She's cute. She's a cheerleader. She's a cheerleader. She gets brought in. Rizzo is like, wants to be her friend, but it's also like that, 
cool friend that like you can't, that's kind of like malicious. Right. I mean, she, I think Rizzo's, the wheels have been turning this whole time. Yeah. Because let's not forget that Rizzo, I think has had a backstory with Danny because Mm. they talk about that a little bit where she's like, Danny Zuko's looking good this year. And she's like ancient history. Oh, I I picked up on that this time too. Interesting. Oh, have they had a thing? Well, the thing I, yeah, that's, that makes total sense. So I think she's just like kind of being a mean girl. Yeah. Total mean girl. So, um, I need to, if we ever get Tina Fey on the pod, we need to be like, did you, were you inspired by Rizzo from Greece? Certainly she was. Yeah. Oh, she'll be on it. Any day now. Okay. Okay. So they, uh, they're hanging out and then she's like, I fell in love with this boy. His name was Danny Zuko. And then Rizzo's like, oh my gosh. So she's clearly her, she, she heard all the stuff and she's like, I'm going to embarrass Danny. Mm -hmm. They spring it on her when this moment happens. They, he Rizzo's like, Hey Danny, we got a surprise. And then they push out Sandy and Sandy's, oh my gosh, I'm so in love. How are you? And Danny is too for a minute. Oh, totally. So happy to see her. Sandy. Sandy. Well, I thought you went back to Australia. Um, you do a great Danny Zuko. Um, well, thank you. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> so then he says, then he does the thing, you know, rocking and rolling. What's your name? Don't wear it out. And then she's like devastated. And then he, he's just like playing it cool. And then all his friends are like, dude, you're so fucking cool. Then they're at sleepovers. Right. Is that the next scene? I believe so. Oh, sorry. They're trying to get Sandy. They want to like pierce her ears. They try and pierce her her ears. Yeah. There is that a joint or a cigarette? Oh, I thought it was a joint. Oh, I might be wrong. No, I mean, I think it was a cigarette, but let's say it's a joint. All right. Let's raise the stakes. Let's raise the stakes. Um, Because everyone smoked inside back then, which is nasty. No, they're just up in that. Slumber party smoke, yeah. whatever it was. If we need to find a connection between this and Sex and the City, it's because in both movies they smoke inside. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So um, what do we got then? Oh, okay. So they're at the sleepover in, on the Wikipedia. It says Danny resumes his role as leader of the T-Birds, a greaser gang. A greaser <laughs> gang. Yeah. So um, they do the sleepover and then... Are they cutting back and forth between then Kaniki gets his car? Well, yeah. Wait, when does Grease, because Gre- Grease Lightning has to come in there too. It's it's right after that. It's right after. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the car thing happens and then we go to the sleepover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Grease Lightning, which is freaking banger. That's Which is just That's so three, the first good. three songs. Are just Grease is the word. Epic. Summer Lovin'. And then Grease Lightning. Also, I don't think I ever noticed that he, as like the da 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 da, it's like the like front part is coming down. He uh-huh. like grabs some cellophane and like rubs it on his crotch. Yeah. It, and I was like, why? And I Googled it. Oh, for oh. a condom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, A, that's like, I mean, I guess Kinnicky needed it later, but yeah. I was like, oh, this with the whole thing, I was like, "There's a, this is dirty." Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, they don't make them like they used to. Definitely not. Okay. Also, so um, basically, okay, at the Pink Ladies Pajama Party, then we're at the pajama party, and then this is kind of uh, close to where we end because um, they sing "Look at Me, I'm Sandra D." 
Rizzo kind of goes full mean girl and gets everyone to make fun of her. And Sandra comes out and is like, Sandy comes out. She's like, are you making fun of me, Rizzo? Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> no, don't make fun of me. Her accent's really evolved. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry to our Australian listeners. And I know we have some, so. Um, sorry. All right. Then Danny apologizes to Sandy. Okay, for kind of brushing her off the night earlier because he still like likes her. I think he still likes her. And then they go on a real date. Yeah. Which is they go um, just like have some dinner. Uh, and then um, there's like this montage of Danny getting into sports. Yeah, I don't think I remember. I don't really remember. I didn't remember that before, but it's very strange. He's like jumping over the hurdle. Yeah. And he like wrestles a guy and then he's like doing like football. Why do you think they put that in there? I don't, I guess it's fun. I like, it almost seems like in the script, they were just like, oh, montage of, of Danny Zuko doing like funny. Cause they do get some like laughs out of it, but it is, it is sort of just like a weird sketch that. I don't feel like it moves the plot. It doesn't at all. I wonder if I'm trying to think if later it has, but I guess the only thing I found interesting, did you ever watch the show Freaks and Geeks? Mm -hmm. Great show. And in it, Judd Apatow talked about how like geeks when he was growing up, like weren't smart. Like some were just like losers. They were just geeks and they weren't even good at school. And this I found kind of interesting because I was like, oh yeah, like they're cool gang members. They're not good at sports and they're, they're not smart. They're just gang people. Well, no, like I was thinking that too, while I was watching. So I was like, nobody seems to be doing very well at school. I, I'm a little concerned for all their futures. Yeah. It's I guess senior year. Yeah. I guess their life is like being smoking cigs. Yeah. And being cool. I guess. And dancing. <laughs> and being v- very talented be, performer. Being very talented performers. You know what? They uh, they have a bright they're future fine. ahead of them. I, I take it back. They're they're actually very good. Um, and then after the sports montage, they go to like the soda fountain, and they're about to have a real date. And then, um, everyone interrupts, but it's kind of sweet because they're kind of all having fun together. Yeah. And I th- like seeing the pink ladies and the T-birds like kind of be buds. They are friends. They're all high school kids like hanging out, riffing at the local soda, jer- the soda jerk shop. And I feel like there's like a, I was thinking this too. It's almost like those are those first moments that you get to like play at being an adult. Yeah. You know, and they're yeah. like having fights, but they're all sort of like, like they're always all sort of like, this is something I maybe heard on yeah. a TV show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, it? yeah, they're like, they're busting each other's balls and they're flirting yeah. and they're like causing a ruckus. Right. It's just like in high school, like being an adult for the first time. Yeah. Except you're just not an adult. You know, where, where did you do that? What was the restaurant you did that at? Oh gosh. Uh, steak and shake. Yeah. Steak and shake was huge. Oh, I feel like I put French fries in those bottles of the peppers so many nights why did i do that that's a weird thing because you were a pink lady you were you were being bad you were an adult i was just like i'm an adult i'm gonna put i'm gonna put fresh there's so many there's so many things that you do and you're just like what like why one time i trashed a denny's bathroom really i don't know why i was really drunk in high school no in college okay but still why did i do that i don't know i mean hang out at denny's a lot too yeah, Denny's. Yeah, I, we would go to Perkins, and uh, oh, yeah. all my friends would smoke inside. 
I wouldn't smoke and I would smoke it inside. Yeah. And I mean, it was crazy. We would just, we'd just go there and drink coffee. Just hang out. And just hang out. It was awesome. Oh, it was fun to just hang out. Yeah. What are you doing? No phones. No phone. Right. It just harkens back to a different time. Just hang out. Mickey will never know. I know. That. I know. I like my phone, but it was, I mean, I don't even know how in high school we have found out things were happening. I mean, I think we would just call each other. Yeah. On the phone. Yeah. And then it was like, these people are here. Yeah. Um, so they're doing that. And then Kaniki and Rizzo, right before this, I forgot to say, are having sex. The condom breaks and they have sex anyway. Because, come on. You're in they're the horny. They're, you're They've in the car. Been backed into by Scarface, Crater yeah. Face. Yeah, Crater Face. That guy. Poor guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I remember being traumatized by that when I first saw it as a kid. I was like, oh. I mean, he looks significantly older than the rest of them. Which yeah. Is saying a lot. Crater Face <laughs> got held back. He's at least 50. Um, and then uh, Kaniki and Rizzo. Like they, well, Danny and Sandy have kind of a successful date. They're connecting. Mm -hmm. They're having fun. Sandy's a little scared because she's like, what if this dance off, they don't dance in Australia like you do here, you know? She's a little worried. And uh, then everyone like kind of trickles out. Rizzo, Kaniki's like, hey, you have money to pay for this? And she's like, what's your fucking problem? And he's like, what's your problem? And then she throws a milkshake on him. And then he storms out. They break up. And then Frenchie is there. She has horrible pink hair. And she's recently dropped out of high school. Yeah. Dropped out of high school. school. And she's not even going to be good at beauty school because her hair is like totally pink. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Oh, I love beauty school dropout. Such a good number. That's the next. Bangers. All good songs. I know. Um, Okay. So uh, where should we start? Have you ever had a summer love? Oh, I had a girl I met at a church camp and we sent letters back and forth for like, that's so romantic pictures and everything. Oh, now see that harkens back again to another time. You yeah. never do that now. Yeah. She like, we sent letters back and forth and she like, I had a few pictures of her. I was like, I never saw her again, but like those pictures at the time I was like, she's so beautiful. Have you ever like tried to look her up on Facebook? No, I don't even know. No, don't do it. No, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think she would feel the same way. She'd be like, ugh. Don't look me up. Yeah. Okay. That how I don't old even, were you? I mean, that was like straight up like seventh grade. Okay. That was like super young. Oh. If it was high school, I mean, there's some, there's actually some girls from high school that I like went out with or like dated that look insane. I'm like, wow, you guys, but I did great in high school. Like, look at me. Yeah. There's a few that I'm just like, oh my gosh. My sister sent me a picture of one girl and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, she's beautiful. I'm glad she's doing so well. Yeah. She's, all of them. yeah. All, all the girls, all my loves are doing, great. are doing great. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, I, I definitely had some summer loves, like some summer stock, like showman. Oh yeah. Oh, there's just nothing better than mm-hmm. summer stock showmats. I had a couple of those. So fun. And just everybody else gets like into it. And there's like other romances too. And so then you like go out together. Oh, just the most fun. Mm. Yeah. There was a girl in, uh, that I was just like, I had one line in a Shakespeare play and she was like the lead. So like at first, like we weren't evenly matched cause she was like, mm-hmm. you know, like 
kind of like a big deal. But then by the end, like I just like had my eyes on her and we just like flirted the whole time. And then we like the sh- closing show night, we like made out for like the entire yes. night. Yes. Then we like never talked again. No, ever. But that's like the perfect showmance. Yeah. yeah. That's because the showmance doesn't no, last. No, it doesn't last. Come on. Because I mean, you and I, again, this is a conversation really only we can have when you're doing a show together, you're in this like yeah. weird bubble of a world that often things when you take them on dry land, you're like, none. Angel- Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Didn't work. Yeah. Outside of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No. After How do th- I know these things? I know. I know. <laughs> after that, they were just like, it's just a showmance. Jeez. This is a showmance. This is just a showmance. Hey, it could, maybe I'll get back together with one of these ladies and it'll be like uh, um, Ben and J-Lo. I mean, Gili was a showmance. But it's turned into a lifelong love it seems uh, they they reconnected I after keep, years i keep waiting for like the bottom to drop out i mean i'm not sitting there two or three years waiting two or three it, years yeah i don't i don't yeah. see it going well yeah i mean there's no way those are, are two normal people you can't be normal and that successful no um no, no, no. but uh so they come together i guess like the first thing that i would wonder about motivation wise, I guess that's what the whole movie is about is about being cool or being yourself because why is he so concerned? I mean, I guess like to try and take this movie as seriously as you can, he's so caught up in being cool and being the gang leader that he literally can't be himself. Right. Which is just terrible. Yeah. But I think like a lot of them feel that way or or like there is something that they're all sort of like hiding, dealing with, dealing with. Yeah. Because, because he, he is like, even just him liking her and being excited to see her was like humiliating to him. Right. And, and all of his friends. I mean, I guess he's the leader of the gang. Right. But who would they think that he should like someone like Rizzo, someone who's like in a gang and. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm surprised that they weren't even, is it a little weird that they weren't like, dude, she's beautiful. Well, right. Because she's, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Also, shout out RIP to Livy Newton-John. She just died, but absolute babe and a half back yes. then. Oh my gosh. Let's Her physical. Oh, absolutely. 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 She's Sandy is just like, I'm already, I'm already excited to watch the second half of this. Oh boy. I mean, me too. She looks great. That outfit. This is the, let me say it one more time. Tell me there's a certain thing that you should say in response to that. I'm really excited to see the second half. I'm really excited to see the second half. No, you have to say, tell me about it. Stud. What a missed opportunity. You know Tell what? me about I'm it. I'm not a comedian, Kevin. Katie, you could be Sandy. You could totally be Sandy. Because then you actually, Sandy is the end. Like you get to be, you get, know, to, you be get to be the be thing the, at the end. And then you, you don't have to pull off a whole, you don't have to do it for the whole time. You just have that one moment to be like. I know. But how do you grapple? We got to wait. We got to wait. I mean, but how do you grapple as like an actor and a woman? And maybe I'm getting like a little ridiculous here, but like, how do you grapple with like that in your story arc as an actor? To be like, when's that moment that I'm going to change everything about myself? Like, how do you do that 
and feel good about it every night? Or do you just lose yourself in the world you know, of the story? Here's, here's the deal. It's not that complicated. You're just doing grease. You're just doing grease. But also, you know, I guess like we're at the point now where it's so funny because they look so old. But that is like a big deal in high school to like your friends thinking you're weird is... It's really upsetting. I mean, every everyone is putting on some sort of facade in high school, especially, I don't know if it's, I'm sure it's universal, but I feel like, especially in like American. Yes. Well, because there's all these special certain groups that you yeah. belong to that I feel like you like immediately just identify with this one click when you yeah. start high school and then you're just like, the music kid yeah. or the soccer kid or something like that. Yeah. Have you seen um, 21 Jump Street? The new one? Yeah. Mm -mm. So good. Very, very funny. And in it, uh, uh, like Channing Tatum like walks in with like backpack with like one, like one thing. And they're like, they're like, we don't do that anymore. He like calls someone like a loser for having both on. He's like, no man, it's bad for your back. He's like, what? And like they make, and then he's like, why are you all nice to each other now? And they make jokes about how, like, when you go to high school now, not everybody is just calling each other gay for, well, you know right. what I mean? Well, that's what even when everyone was just, like, doing pranks and they were, like, did, like, the electric, like, hand thing to Eugene, <laughs> yeah. maybe, is that his name? Yeah, the, yeah, like, real yeah. Big nerd. Um, I'm just like, oh, now that's, I don't feel like people were mean like that when people I- People were mean in my middle school and high school. People no. were mean. Now, I did have one bully. Okay. She was so, so mean. And she like had, this was in sixth grade and she had an older girl from high school, write me a letter about how I was a loser because I liked Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> <laughs> I still like it. I'm, I was laughing because I didn't realize how much of a loser you were. <laughs> we're like, I can't believe I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh loves- my gosh. Turn it off. But she, I was also like, just- John, did you hear that? She likes Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> what a fucking loser. I was just still a kid, but you know, Oh, and that girl in the letter, she definitely was like, when you come to the high school, I'm going to beat you up. Like, I think girls that say they're going to beat up other girls. I'm just like, Dude, some of the most vicious fights in our high school were girls. Yes. Were crazy. Oh, I remember one time a fight happening that just was, it was like two girls fighting and it was rolling down the hallway and people were running from it. Yeah. Crazy. Well, the thing that's depressing now about high school, whenever you see, not, I guess just all of life, whenever fights break out and people get their phones out. Oh, I know. It's always depressing. But I've seen people in like classrooms, like just film, they get their phone out and film it as like crazy fights happen. And I'm always like, I guess it just, there's just cameras now. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're like, I guess they're the T-birds. They're all kind of doofuses, at least in the pink ladies. They're kind of nice. Yeah. Except for Rizzo. But Rizzo, I think still kind of has a, she has a heart, has a heart. We haven't got there yet though. Yeah. Right now we're like, what's arm. up with this? I know. But she's, but if there's, if you're going to have sex with one of them, you know, Rizzo. Well, yeah. Rizzo. I also wonder, I was thinking this, like there's so much talk about sex and like sexuality. Mm. And on the T-bird side, I think a lot of it is that those boys aren't having sex. Yeah. Like Kaniki is, John Travolta probably has, but, but well, maybe not. But even in the scene with Kaniki and Rizzo, 
the condom breaks and he's like, I've had it since seventh grade. So he's not. Right. That's true. So maybe that was like their first time. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. I think like, yeah, they're, it's funny because they all look like adults. So, but yeah, they're still high schoolers. There's just this like bravado about like sex, sex, sex. Yeah. That I just was like, it is that because none of them. Yeah. Are having sex. And then is that isolating? Yeah. Because I mean, we'll get to that, I think, with Rizzo, if we remember correctly. But is that isolating when then one of them actually does yeah, yeah. have sex? Like, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, they're all definitely not. I mean, it is actually fun to, like, take this movie seriously because it is kind of. But it's like it's kind of a story about, like, everybody has their fake facade up. Right. And even Frenchie that, and okay, great story about Frenchie, by the way. Okay. Um, I'm passing out flyers for Broadway shows and this lady walked up to me and she was like, hi, what's the discount for this? That was my first job in New York. What's the uh, discount for this? And I was like, are you from Ohio? She's like, no, I'm just wondering about this ticket. And I was like, oh, well this flyer gets you like two for one tickets. Are you sure? Do you know Barb Doyle by Uh any chance? She's like, no. And I was like, I just feel like I feel, are you sure? Did you, did you go to Pittsburgh? Cause I went to school in Pittsburgh. I'm wondering. And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, you're, I didn't say she's from Greece. You know what I said? I was like, oh my gosh, you're from shining time station. That's what I was going to say. Thomas, the tank, Tom, engine. Thomas, the tank engine, because <laughs> she was the, she was, but that is like right in our Yes. Age demographic. And Shining Time Station. Shining Time Station, because she ran the train station and George Carlin and Ringo Starr were the conductor. Yes. And Didi Khan, who plays Frenchie. Yeah, great show. For Mickey, not for me personally. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. It's, it's, it's a great show. And uh and she you could just tell that she'd been recognized before and she was just trying to be like, No, you have you have the wrong person. I was like, oh. And then it wasn't until after that I was like, oh my gosh, I was Frenchie from Greece. But that's so funny that your child brain just like associated it with someone like from your family. Family. Exactly. Because you were a child. Yeah. But I always think that's an interesting part about New York, though, because famous people are just kind of like interwoven amongst us in our everyday life. Or I feel like I've seen people like on the train or just like walking around and I'm like... Don't I audition with that girl? Yeah, yeah. I think she's been at Actors Equity. Yeah. Later, I'm like, no, no, she's never stood in line. Yeah. At all. I one time thought, I was like, I was like, man, that girl's cute. And then I was like, oh, that's, uh, I don't even remember her name now. She's the one that was married to Heath Ledger when he died. Oh, Michelle Williams. Yeah. I was like, man, that girl's cute. Oh, that's Michelle Williams. <laughs> <There she is. laughs> You're not. <laughs> We're just on the subway. I was like, oh, I wonder what her deal is. Oh, she's a superstar. Never mind. But I love that she was riding the subway. Yeah. Riding the subway, being all cute. Celebrity. Having a little bob, just little like blonde that. bob. Um, so Frenchie, she's going through her own like little crisis. I guess the, the only two that seem, yeah. And then the two who were the other, I forget what her name is, but the two that were flirting, the blonde one. And then the, like the real goofy one that does the, the TV commercial impression. Oh, Janet. Janet. Yeah. Janice. Or is Janice and Marty there? Marty's the other girl. Okay. She's the one that has all the boyfriends, the Marie. Marty's cute too. Marty's cute too. Yeah. They're all cute. They're all cute. Any of the pink ladies. It is funny because really when you think about it, um, beauty school dropout girl, Frenchie, her problem is way bigger than yeah. like Danny and 
Yeah. Sandy. I mean, she's like having a real crisis. She dropped, she dropped out of high school. Yeah. Bad. Bad. She's for no reason. She's still going and doing things. Well, right. And you're so close. Just, just finish it up. I mean, I think that happens with lots of people now. I think lots of people don't finish high school. And I always find it weird when you get a GED that it's like, why can't you just get the high school diploma? I also am like, man, I loved high school. Like I was like so sad for it to be over. Yeah. I stayed till the very last minute. I loved high school and I was so scared when it ended. And then I got to college. I was like, fuck high school. College was awesome. And college was fun. And I loved college. And then when that ended, I was really scared. And then the first year I lived in New York, besides like a few things, I was like, being an adult is fucking awesome. Oh, I know. Isn't that funny? I feel like I've had that moment so many times where I'm like, man, being an adult is so great. Yeah. It is great. And yeah, there's like life stuff that sucks. Yeah. Like when your basement floods, but you know yeah. what? Yeah. Whatever. I was with Corey. We went over to a restaurant and, uh, we knew one of the servers there. Mm -hmm. And so they just brought us like four appetizers and then a bottle of wine and just like winked. And then the bill came and it was like $20 for the both of us. And then we just tipped them like $70 or Gosh, something. I love those and nights. I was like, I was like, dude, being an adult's fucking awesome. That doesn't have like, I was like, we know people that like can do this for us. And we were planning on just spending, and it was so fun. You had this treat. I used to say that to my students that I would teach all the time and be like, you know what, where you're at right now is so great. Like live it up, be a kid. But being an adult is so, so, so fun. And I yeah. should have been like, especially for you, because you're never gonna have to worry about money yeah. at all. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I guess that's like a good thing in 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 life when you're not like being nostalgic for the old days all the time you know i know i mean i think like a healthy level of looking back and mm. being like that was so fun i don't know i just always have kind of felt like the best days are what i'm living right now man we're really having a nice we are having a nice talk really nice talk well part of it is because we're worried about the t-birds <laughs> i know and we're worried about the pink ladies because we're just like, listen, in order to have a good adult life, you need to finish your education. I know. <laughs> you need to please don't get pregnant. I know. Just like stop smoking. Stop smoking. So much. I, I just think you need to think a little bit past high school. Yeah. Like what? Nikki had a job over the summer and the rest of them couldn't believe it. Like, yeah, we're all going to have a job very soon. They're all really obsessed with fleeting things like, like even listen, you're going to lose your hair. I was Kanicki. As I was Kanicki in high school, my hair was already thinning. Oh, okay. And that just taught, you know what that taught me though? You need to work on, you need to work on your inner life. It's true. Because you can't have your entire, I mean, think about it. Their entire identities in their hair. Yes. The, the pushover. Oh gosh. I love that in the montage in the beginning when they all wake up and they have so much hair. So much hair. But what would their hair look like before it was all greased up and with the curl? I mean, man, that style's not really come back. It's no, just, the, it's just too much. Like the too much work. Yeah. It's too much work. It's too much. Also too much pomade. Like that stuff is like pomade now is people put like a little wax for like molding their hair or whatever. Right. Back then, like that shit must've been nasty. Oh gosh. And all their moms were like washing their sheets and yeah. like 
oh, this is just yeah. gross. Gross. And that's just from the pomade. <laughs> not even. <laughs> I know. As a mother of a son, I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. So 2002 Hoover High School. Oh, my gosh. So they say in Grease Lightning, they say, go Grease Lightning. Uh, it's a real pussy wagon. They say it's a real pussy wagon. They say the chicks will cream. I know. Which is crazy. This is a saucy. Listen, this is a saucy movie. Um, so they were like, you aren't allowed to say that. Cause in the, the, one of the biggest differences in the movie, Danny sings grease lightning in the show right. stage show. Kanicki sings it. Right. And uh, on one of the nights I said, uh, pussy wagon and cream after I was told not to. But you just did it one night. Well, cause I couldn't do it on Thursday and Friday and Saturday was when the big performance was. And then Sunday is the matinee. Okay. Um, it's not for a matinee crowd to say it's that. not for a matinee crowd. <laughs> uh, and I got a Saturday detention. I got, oh. I got in big trouble, but I want, I'm envisioning you like in the dressing room, like looking at yourself in the mirror and being oh, yeah. like, Kevin, you're, you're about to go to college and you're about to study musical theater. Yeah. I mean, I guess in another year, cause you still had to play. Yeah, yeah. 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 But and you were just like psyching yourself up. Was it like that? I was like, what would a T-bird do? Oh, a T-bird would just say pussy everywhere. Pussy, pussy wagon, pussy. The chicks will cream. What did uh, I say? I think the chicks will dream. They changed it to. <laughs> it's so funny when they like after when you have to change yeah. it like that, and you're like, this is. Stupid. And then the other thing they said, they said I was supposed to say real shagging wagon. Oh, but that's still. I mean, I guess it's less. I, it is than, better, but not if you're British. Well, right, but Shag- it also still it's still saying like this is a car for sex. Yeah. Pussy wagon. Pussy wagon sounds better. Yeah. It's a real pussy wagon. And to be honest, do people have sex in their cars anymore? I guess we live in New York, so I don't think about it. Right. I don't think, I don't think we would because we don't have cars. Yeah. But I'm sure they do. I bet teenagers do. I will say this. The one thing about New York, not, if you're not close to either one of your apartments, it's a real not great city for, um, you just have to, you just have to plan. But then you can get like a, a long cab ride. Yeah, totally. Those are the best. Yeah, totally. But then, yeah, like, I guess when you have a car, you can kind of be like, let me drive you home. And then like, Oh, sure. I see what you're saying. You know, like if you're like at dinner on a date or something, be like, would you like to get a cab? I mean, that you still well, do right, that. I've done that, but you're right. You can't like invite someone over with the pretense of like, do you want to just like, you want to take a 40 minute cab and just have a drink, you know? Right. Yeah. That's so true. Oh gosh. I mean, that was John and I, when we started dating because I lived in Astoria and he lived in Brooklyn. I mean, that's, that's a downfall of a lot of, I know most people don't make it. Yeah. Oh gosh. So that's, that's beautiful. I know it's love. Um, well, listen, we still have a whole nother half of this. Oh, I'm excited. So far we've, we've, the numbers we've done have been Greece Grease is the word. Summer loving. Mm-hmm. Greased lightning. Sand, look at me, I'm Sandra D. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Hopelessly devoted, which is also like a great song. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, because, wait, she sings that about Danny because she's just deeply in love with him. Yeah, she's like, I'm just, oh, there's nowhere to hide since you pushed my love aside. Well, here's the other thing that the challenge for them 
that is kind of a challenge for any relationship that makes it is like, it is kind of an interesting story because it's like, do you really care about this person or did you just care about like the, the little romance that you have? Well, right. Cause they kind of do have to, it is kind of in a mature Dr. Phil type way. It's like, well, are you going to make sacrifices? <laughs> Are you, because this isn't just a dream world. It's not summer anymore. Oh my gosh. You've got responsibilities. If you care for Sandra, <laughs> you need to listen to what she needs. <laughs> I mean, I think they could have used that. Yeah. They need help. And he'd be like, hey, hey Dr. Phil, listen, look, look at his hair. She's like, are you going to take this seriously or not, Danny? <laughs> oh He's like, I mean, I'm just saying, look at the stash this guy's got, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, gosh, I really want to see that. I want to see them on Dr. Phil. Danny, Danny and Sandy on Dr. Phil. Well, um, we're going to go, uh, we have another episode on our Patreon. We haven't got a, a review for a while, maybe because all of you that listen have reviewed us, but please go to iTunes or podcast app or Spotify and, uh, give us a nice review. We hope you're enjoying this special episode of Kevin and Katie. I know I am. The pink ladies. Oh, the pink ladies. And Greece, uh, this next episode, we're going to finish it up is on our Patreon. Go to our Patreon. We have the other two episodes of When Harry Met Sally. We have Clueless. We have You've Got Mail and 10 Things I Had About You. Oh, just so many If you want to double your Broadshaw Boys uh, content output, go to our Patreon because you know what? It actually really helps us too. We're able to buy uh, new equipment and we always put that money back into the show. So please go support us at Patreon. Katie? Yes. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. Let's go watch more Grease. Bye. Later, taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at bradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. It's not going to be Grace. <laughs> Seltzer Kings Podcasts.